Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, and a Podcast. We're uh, talking about all kinds of things, mostly Doctor Who in this episode. We're talking about um, a big news that Russell T. Davis is coming back to Doctor Who. So Yay. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. Okay, so before we get to the big Russell T. Davis debate, um, a couple of bits and pieces of news. I don't really have anything except for um, in Doctor Who news. Um, they're going to animate Galaxy 4, which is pretty big news because they haven't animated too many William Hartnell episodes. So this is um, pretty cool. Yeah, they haven't done a full episode like they have with the Trout ones. They've done like, what was that one in oh, France? Tenth Planet. Or Tenth Planet, a, yeah. Reign of, Reign of Terror. But they've only done, like, they'd add the missing episode. They would animate that, but the rest was, like, all Yeah. All this there. is a full episode. There's only there's a few minutes of clips that exist. And episode three, Airlock. The whole episode? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think I've ever seen it, actually, because it hasn't because really been Because they available. released it on the Aztec Special Edition, like, ten years ago or whatever. And I was just like. Yeah, I never bought it. I never bought it because I had Aztecs already. Yeah, it was like again. you could. Yeah, but you could find it on Daily Motion or whatever. Yeah. You could, yeah. And I might have watched it. I know I watched some of the Underwater Menace that way, but um, hopefully the animation is good. I mean, well, I, I, a lot I of people are saying it is. Okay. I've seen it. I've seen. I saw the trip. Well, looks like there's a trip. Is it always the same people who do the animation, or do they use? Different? No, they use different. They're, they're using. They're now using different animator studios because I think they want to crank a lot of them out quicker. Well, Julia, ask me why they're using different animated studios. Because the other one sucked. <laughs> no, th there's no real good reason that the, the, they. A lot of people are saying they use different people because they want to keep a lot of them going. In other words, like, well, this animated studio is busy doing this one, so let's go do another one. No, that's stupid. Because they're coming out so infrequently. Maybe they're coming out a little more frequently. But just stick with one that works. Don't go with the last one was everyone saying, was it Web of Fear? Everyone was saying it was horrible. Yeah, so don't, but don't thankfully use that them was again. Only, what was the was one only. that took place in like an airport? The faceless ones. Was that Patrick Troughton? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of liked the animation for that one. Yeah. It was it was really like retro. It it almost I never watched the show, but what's it called? Archer? No, yeah. 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 So it looked it, like that. It's an animated show, Archer, that was <laughs> I guess set was it set in the sixties or something? It sort of had that Mad Men vibe. Yeah. Um and I liked that I mean, I'm a big fan of that that era and look mm -hmm. for a lot of things, so I kinda liked that look. So Yeah. They kept you, doing it with that. It Yeah. I might give it a shot. I don't they know. They did I've... a screening of Evil of the Daleks animation, which just came out in England. Yeah. And a lot of people love the animation. Okay. Oh. Well, good. I mean, hopefully hopefully they keep that going. I hope so. I mean, yeah, from I mean the... I'm not an animated... Uh, I don't watch any animated shows unless my kids are watching them. Um, and I'm not... Because I'm just not a huge fan. Um and, you know, I mean, I am historically not a fan of classic Doctor Who, so it's like double. <laughs> yeah, it's a double. I, I, I think the the reason I, I don't want animated episodes, I'd rather have the full episodes. We're not going to necessarily get them ever. So it, it's kind of like I want to experience it. Give me something that's OK, that's passable. I don't want to be blown. I don't. I know they're not going to give this animation that we're going to be blown away by. We're not going to look at this and go, oh, my God, this is like Pixar. You, you right. know, it's not right. going to be like that. So I just want something that's not going to detract too much from the show and be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like a little fear. Speaking oh, of animation, um, I don't know if anyone caught this. I, I haven't had the 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 urge to watch the Disney animated star wars stuff they do they're doing an anime series of shorts i haven't watched it yet but i heard it's been getting some some people like it some people don't type deal yeah what's I mean, it called 
yeah visions or something it's it's a um they put star wars in in anime so it looks like anime so they the the, the they have the big eyes and they're like ooh you know and and you know how that that they, they're the the girls are like all high pitched like i think mm-hmm. it's a little bit like that but it looks like anime and some of it looks interesting i like anime but not i'm not a big fan of it so i don't know i don't know i might catch it sometime maybe but that's available on disney is it in english or is it in an asian language with subtitles i don't know okay because i know i've I've got one kid who loves anime but she'll only watch it in foreign languages not with subtitles she has no idea what they're saying really Yes. Well, my son does the same thing. He gets the Pokemon and it's in Japanese. And I'm like, do you even understand what's going on? He says, oh, no, I always watch it. But then six months later, I'll watch the American version. And I'm like, I'm like, OK, knock yourself out then. <laughs> well, I think the the I mentioned this before that the Blade Runner is doing an anime um, and uh, on Crunchyroll, it's going to be in Japanese and, and, and um, Adult Swim, it's going to be in American. Or English, and um, I'm not sure if, if which one I'll watch. I mean, I think if it's the, if it originally was originated in Japan, I probably will actually watch the Japanese with the subtitles because I'm okay with subtitles. I watch movies all the time with subtitles. But if it's kind of co-produced and they're making it, maybe I'll watch it with English. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But Is the original Star Blazer streaming anywhere? It might be on Crunchyroll. I'm not sure. I don't get country, country, country roll. You got to pay for that. Or I'm not sure. Those I, I think you have to pay for it. I'm not sure. You have to pay for some. I think you have to pay for. I think they have tiers. Oh. You know, so like some stuff you can watch for free, like Hulu used to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it in a long time because, again, not an anime fan. Neither am I. Speaking of Hulu, I guess Orville is finally having its next season on Hulu. It's been delayed, obviously, because of COVID. But, um, I, I, you know, I've said it before. Um, I still agree with it. Um, Orville is the best Star Trek show on TV right now. It's not Star Trek, but it um, it's much better than Star Trek <laughs> right now. Orville? It's the same guy who does Family Guy. Um, Seth oh. McFarlane, McFarlane, which I don't, I don't necessarily like some of. I mean, I don't like Didn't some of the South summer, Park too. No, no, just do, just do South Park. But it, it, um, it's actually really good. There's some really good stories. Some of the humor is like, oh boy, I'm going to get high in my. Okay, yeah, that's funny, haha. <laughs> but then they they actually have some really funny. Some of the stuff's really really funny, and then some of the stuff is really really serious. And I'm watching mm-hmm. it. I'm like, this is better than Discovery. Um, which is you know because he's a Star Trek fan and he loves science fiction, he's Star Wars and stuff. So he 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 put some effort into this thing. And I don't know what the third the Hulu season's going to look like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. Anyways, I figured I'd mention that. Um, speaking of other things that we're currently investing some time in, um, what are you guys experiencing for books or TV shows or movies or anything? Have you seen anything good or could recommend anything? I listened to the Ninth Doctor Adventures, the first one that came out, the box set called Ravagers. And there's three stories. They're all connected together. It's like a three-parter. It's called uh, first one's Sphere of Freedom, Cataclysm, and Food Fight. And it's written and directed by Nicholas Briggs, who's also the voice of Daleks. And I thought it was pretty good. It was a yep. neat story, typical okay. Doctor Who type story. And I'm just thinking, listening to it, I'm like, gee, I imagine if he had more than just the one season. Yeah and stuff and it's it's like he ne- like the rest of them it's like he never really left the part and it's just like really good to hear more from christopher eccleson and it was and he definitely sound really not going through the motions he looked down like he was really 
into it. So I was like, I found it was fun. I enjoyed it. Like I said, I, I might actually break down and and, want, and listen to those as well because there's no way from what we've been her, her, hearing recently is no way he's coming back to the if they do a no that no. ship is that 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 boat has sailed <laughs> so yeah I just read um it's kind of, it, you know it's a few years old now because they made a movie out of it a while back but uh, the perks of being a wallflower. Which is, I guess, sort of aimed at high school age kids. It's a very small book. It it was so great. It's written from the point of view of a high school boy who's a freshman in high school, and he's the wallflower, and he is like writing to somebody you don't know who, because he just addresses every letter as dear friend. And he talks about his, you know, what's going on in his life and the issues that he's having and the relationships that he makes with the people that he's in school with. It starts off with his um, talking about his the guy who had been his best friend in um, junior high committed suicide. And so now he doesn't have any friends. And so he's trying to make friends it's just it's kind of heartbreaking and funny yeah. and uplifting i don't know i really really liked it like i've been pushing it on my one of my kids to read because i think he'd get a lot out of it too but he's not a big reader so yeah. uh, i really recommend it and it's a very quick read i mean i read it in like two days so because it's like maybe 125 150 pages it sounds it's like really good. It sounds like it reminds me a little bit. There's a whole bunch of this is like a I don't know if it's recent, but a whole bunch of those types of books out there where these adults are writing about their childhood. Hmm. And um, most of those are like. Um, my my daughter's experiencing the, the younger versions of those mm -hmm. um, I wonder is sort yep. of like that where there's the kid who's um looks different than everyone else and he wears that space helmet around and stuff like that and there's other ones that are diary of wimpy kid and stuff like that i think are based in a reality that these people are now translating into you know again mm. the concept is based you know whether or not all the stories are true or not is probably not but Reminds me a little bit of that. I'm just trying to find something that I, you know, and obviously that one sounds like it's more of a, of a later teens than. Kids. Yeah, I would, I would say. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think a, a, you know, ten year old would get much out of it, but definitely middle school, high school. Mm. And I know that I, I think it was um, what's her name, Hermione, who played Hermione, Emma Watson. Yeah. Um, was in the movie version of it. I didn't see the movie, but one of my kids did and and she really liked the movie um there's a lot of good young adult literature out there i mean yeah. it, it it's amazing i used to read more of that than i read fiction <laughs> um but yeah there's a lot of great stuff out there one of the um most horrific stories that i've ever seen on, on a movie was um the bridge to terabitha, terabitha. oh god that oh we watched the movie. I never read the book. I watched the movie with Dawn and a couple of friends, and I was horrified by that movie. <laughs> it was just so, so depressing. Yeah. And I'm like, why would they make kids read this? It just, my daughter would be traumatized with it. It's like, I know, and it won like all kinds of awards and stuff. <sighs> I mean, I don't think that, that books aimed at, you know, kids and teens need to be all happy, happy everything's yeah. fine yeah but uh you know yeah bridge to terabithia was pretty brutal <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I think if if you watch a fantasy with people dying left and right that's better than watching something like that because it's so based in reality yeah. and it's like the, the kid makes a decision to go you know whatever it's just i'm not going to get into it but it's just um it's <laughs> anyway yeah it's rough it's rough i agree with you on the other but side of the I was a kid reading books, you know, even like reading Little Women. When Beth dies in Little Women, I cried my eyes out. Yeah. 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 
but is it was that for kids though? Mm -hmm. Little yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, speaking of books for kids, I'm reading Books of Blood. Uh, oh wait, that, <laughs> maybe that's not for kids. It's a Clive Barker book series that he wrote in the '80s, and I've never read them before. And I I said I'm in a little bit of a kind of a horror, you know, rip people apart mood. So I'll well, read it is these. the Halloween season. So yeah, well, <laughs> but, but I, I've been watching a lot of ho horror movies recently. So I said I'll read another. I've been reading some ghost books. Um, can't remember the author offhand. I'll come up with it later. But they're very tame. Um, they would be books that kids could read, that teenagers could read. They're they're scary to a degree, but there's no, no one really dies. Like, well, I guess that's not true. Some do, but it's they're very tame. Um, but the books of blood's not tame. <laughs> it's very violent and gory and everything. So that's what I'm I'm reading those right now. I'm enjoying those to a degree. They're like an anthology series, of, so they're like short stories. So. Oh. Anyways, I didn't well, know Clive Park did short stories. Yeah, um, and I guess there's a movie or a TV show out that I didn't realize existed. It came out last year, so I might um, look into that. Mm. Oh, it's on Hulu. So. I get Hulu. I got the Disney bundle. Yeah, well, I think yeah, I, I might be. I might be cutting the cable next year, um, cutting the cord, and um, I might be going with Hulu because Hulu has a live local TV shows. TV, yeah, oh. Hulu that. Live or whatever you can get the. But we don't watch a lot of live any live TV at all practically. So, um, but anyways, that might be a possibility. I read some stuff too. Yeah. I read. Um, IDW has. A series which comes to an end. It's called Star Trek Year Five, and so I bought the first volume, which is issues one through six, and it's supposed to take place the, the fifth and final year of the Starship Enterprise, the original series. Okay, and I that was wasn't bad. That was pretty good. Mm -hmm. It was your typical Star Trek thing. And I also read Batman the World, which is a short story collections from writers and artists from all over the world. And I thought that was it was all, it was good. There were some that were clunkers and there were some that were really good, but that was for the most part pretty good. So it came out. I read it on Batman Day, which was last Saturday. Okay. While I was like laid up doing nothing. <laughs> Okay, good. So um, let's hop into this topic because I've been eager to talk about it. When I first heard about it, my reaction was kind of like, eh. then I the more I thought about it, the more I thought that this was really interesting. Before we get into it, though, we have already talked about this, by the way. I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, I went back and found that in episode 129 of our podcast, we actually talked about what sort of things could they do to re-energize Doctor Who? And we mentioned bringing back Moffat or and or, well, or Russell T. Davis. <laughs> so not that we predicted this, but we mentioned, would they bring those people back? And I think with Moffat, we were all like, no, no, no. But Russell T. Davis, you know, and that's what's happening. Uh, I guess we have six episodes coming up from Chibnall something like that yeah something like that in three specials three specials I yeah thought it was one special oh so no, now there's there's like three specials it's like either three specials or two specials okay well it's, it, we're not done with Chibnall yet we still have to trudge through the sewer before we get out <laughs> yes we do. a while before we get to it and Jeff had made a comment um, they he, they could still do a lot of damage to the show. The ratings could still go down. The the creativity could just hit the hit even worse. By the time Russell T. Davis gets to it, and this is one of the questions I want to bring up maybe later is is the show going to be salvageable? 
both creatively and ratings wise. So before we get into that, though, what do you guys think of the news that Russell D. Davis is coming back? He's going to do the 60th anniversary and he's going to be the new showrunner for however, you know. I mean, I think it's great news. I'm, I'm thrilled. You know, I mean, I, I really dislike Chip, what Chibnall's done to the show, and Moffat's storylines were too convoluted and too, oh, just whatever. You, you, well, that's just how it is, kind of like some of the things that he did didn't. I don't know how to. I don't know how to put it. Like there was no explanation for it. Yeah. And you were just supposed to accept it mm. and not question. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I, I, you know, as I know Russell T. Davis did wasn't perfect by any means, but he was better than Chibnall. Oh, absolutely. Well, and, I mean, it was OK, but um, Moffat wrote some great episodes. Yes. He was just, better at writing for Russell T. Davis than he was for when he was taking over as showrunner. Yes. And I, I think all three of us sort of agree that the show has deteriorated throughout the the you know it's it's for each producer that's come in it's gotten worse. Mm-hmm. That's a a big sweeping statement. There's episodes from Moffat's era that are fantastic. There are episodes yep. from Russell T. Davis that suck. But overall. It's the quality is deteriorating. The ratings have also gone down. Now that's not necessarily just because the quality has gone down, although I'm pretty sure that's a huge part of it. Mm. It's because there's such a diversity in ways you can experience the show now, whereas it used to be one, you know, now it's in all kinds of different streaming platforms and everything. So it's harder to track the ratings. And I think people just get there. They lose interest. Like anything, a show that goes on for a long time, you lose interest in it. Well, yeah, and I think the other problem is that there's such a long break now mm. in between. I mean, like this, you know, COVID, okay, that's different. That's an exception. But even before that happened, there would be, you know, a year, sometimes 18 months between seasons. And it's like you're not doing full seasons the way – you know, in, in Britain, they don't do seasons the way we do an, on American TV, yep. and that's fine, but most shows in Britain come out every year, you know, even if it's only six episodes or even only three episodes, right. you know. When, exactly, because when, when Russell did it, he did four seasons in a row of 13 episodes with Christmas specials four years in a row. Yeah. Where... Moffat kind of sort of did, but then they said, oh, we want to move it to the fall, and they had, like, this weird thing. But Chibno did a season, and you waited a whole year. It was, like, yeah. every other year, and you're just, like, yeah, forget and, what's going on, and you lose yeah, interest. And, yeah, and I think, um, yeah, that definitely doesn't help. Mm -hmm. And then you add to the fact that the writing and the, you know, everything has just gone downhill. People are like, why am I going to watch that? That show sucks now. Hmm. You know, I mean, I kind of got that way with Supernatural. The show didn't s suck, but I was like, I've been watching this. I've watched 12 seasons of Supernatural. I'm kind of done with these boys. I like them. It's a fun show. At times, it's hilarious. At times, I'm watching through my fingers. But I'm kind of done with the demons, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, Doctor Who um, does kind of change, and Supernatural changed to a degree. They would have seasons where they dealt with one particular, you know, you know, it used to be Monster of the Week, and then they brought in all the angels and demons, and that yeah. changed the show drastically. And it, it kept it fresh for a while. But you, I, I agree with you. Toward the end, it was kind of like, is this show still going on? I mean, you know. Yeah. But. Um, and I don't think it necessarily ended that well. Um, I didn't. I didn't. Like, I like I said. I I think I stopped watching about maybe mid season thirteen or okay. maybe season fourteen. So I haven't uh, watched. I didn't watch yeah. the end of it. Yeah. It. it, it anyways, I'm not going to get into that. But so, 
one thing that that I think is the biggest right now, right now, the, the biggest thing about Russell T. Davis is and um, I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but I'm not a big fan of Russell T. Davis. <laughs> Never would have guessed. Never would have guessed. But <laughs> when you think about what episodes he's done compared to recently, every season I had two to three episodes that I thought were fantastic. I thought End of the World was pretty good. Dalek was fantastic. Empty Child and Dr. Dance is amazing. Mm-hmm. That's in one season. And then the, fo- the, the following season, School Reunion was fantastic. Girl in the Fireplace. These are all written by, by the way, most of these are written by someone else. <laughs> Not Russell T. Davis. But, but when you get to, to some of the Moffats and Chibnalls, I, I had trouble finding one or two that I liked per season. Mm. So I think the biggest thing is can Russell T. Davis bring back quality writers? And can he bring back um, some sort of organization and something that works? I don't necessarily want to see Russell Davis write a bunch of episodes because I, I don't have confidence in that as much. But if he can bring back good writers yeah i don't know i don't know if it's all writers faults i don't you know from the last couple seasons i don't know but well i think it had combination with the writers and the bbc because a lot of people have complaints about the bbc not just for doctor but other shows keep pushing their agenda into the shows Mm -hmm. so if russell king tell the bbc stay out let me do my own thing because Doctor Who has always had like issues in there where they've done like the uh, the one with the Santara and they did you know where Donna's grandfather was stuck in the car and the Atmos thing. They've always had like subtle in the background. This one's about pollution and stuff like that. They've always had that. So hopefully you know if Russell can do that and make it the story simple like creatures and aliens and stuff. And make escape and make it a, a show for escapism. I mean, how much um, influence do you think the BBC has over this show? I don't know. I, I, I think we're guessing at that. I, I think I was coming up with that solution because I didn't think Chimnall was that bad that he could have done this all on his own. I think there is a level of shows sometimes have to check off some boxes. And yeah. I think uh, studio heads and companies and corporations say you need to you need to have something of this in there, you know, and, and so or it could be Chibnall going, I want to put something about plastic with birds. So let's do this story well, um, that you could do that. I mean, look at the Green Death. That was obviously about pollution and stuff. But the pollution was like in the background and you look, he said, oh, well, the pollution is what caused the, the maggots to mutate and become killer giant maggots and then turn into giant killing flies yeah so it was it was you didn't have to hammer pollution is bad pollution is bad like throughout the whole story we kind of figured figured it out well but let's say um i i think writers have the ability to be subtle i mean there's so many good stuff out so much good stuff out there that you 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 watch it, read it, whatever, and then afterwards you're like, oh, that's a commentary on this and this and this. But in this case, Doctor Doctor Who is, seems to have been dumbed down to the degree where someone has to come up and say, "You guys better do a better job with this because you know." And it's it's preachy. Mm-hmm. And um, Doctor Who can be preachy. And it has been preaching in the in the classic, but but it's a lot more subtle about it. If someone doesn't agree with what they say in Doctor Who, you can say, "Oh, it's preachy," but it's like, "Well, wait a minute. Now it's it's if it's subtle, then it's it's okay. Well, whatever. I'm not gonna." Uh, yeah, right. no, I know what you mean. There's a way to do it and be and incorporate it invisibly into the story that isn't hitting you over the head with whatever thing they're trying to to say is bad or um you know it's just I, there's 
Chibnall was not subtle. Well, allow, allow the viewers to make the decision. Allow us to decide whether or not Liaz is a good character or a good um, person. Allow us to decide whether or not the master or the sidemen are, are bad guys. Um, present the facts. Show uh, the birds. Find out they detect that the plastic is involved and they go, why is that? And, and just tell us why. But don't sit there. I mean, the doctor can sometimes do that because the doctor has always sort of made comments about, well, geez, you know, if your government's corrupt, then this is what's happening. Those are like almost backhanded comments. Th that could still happen, but it just felt like it went too far with this latest season, especially. Mm -hmm. um, that's just one element, you know. Uh, but if you if you dumb it down and you. you but they, they've been doing that for a while. They've been telling us Moffat and Russell T. Davis have both done this. They both tell us that the doctor is fantastic. We know that. Just show us. Just just don't sit there and, you know, have someone talk for 15 minutes about how great the doctor is. There's there was a, those things I hated in the and, and all of them did it. All the producers did it. Uh, it got worse with Moffat, I think, maybe, but. Um, but anyways, um, so I, I, I'm surprised a little bit, but surprised by this. But I think right out of the gate, you're going to get a lot of fans back into the show with Russell T. Davis. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I know that on the Doctor Who one, the one Doctor Who Reddit sub that I follow, everybody is just over the moon. Oh yeah, it's like that on everywhere. Uh, Facebook pages and everything is like tons of excitement. Yeah, and, and I'm like in the middle of it, raising my hand slowly and going, uh, let's not get too excited about this. And one of those reasons is if Russell T. Davis comes back and they handcuff him and say, you can't do this, this and this and this. He may not be able to do that. But do you think he would come back if they were going to do that? I, don't you think if, don't you think you know the bbc is desperate they went to him said hey russell we're desperate we need you to come back to show us failing now he has them by the balls and says well this is what we're going to do and i'm going to have complete control and you're going to stay out or i'm not coming back i hope so that's does, what I, he does he run bad wolf productions is that his production company i think so yeah because him and julie gardner he's partner it's it's a a thing with bad wolf productions and so I don't know that the BBC is going to be able to do that much. Besides, he's the guy who rebooted the show. BBC is probably going to be thrilled. Is probably thrilled that he's back because he's, yeah. you know, he's what made it so popular in the first place. Right, and he made it a big money maker, and now that it, the show isn't a money maker anymore. I mean. I get Doctor Who magazine, and I can almost the last year can count on one hand how many times they spent on Chibno and Jodie Whittaker because they've been putting more classic stuff on and older, you know, the, the past doctors on because they need to sell magazines. Right. And Chibno and Jodie Whittaker were not moving the needle, so they had to go in a different direction. Well, if the BBC is smart, they'll allow Russell T Davis free reign within reason. Yeah, no more um, crazy Rose characters. And if, well, well, and, and don't forget now, everyone's going, oh, if he gets free reign, then bravo, we're all set, we're golden. And I'm still raising my hand going, well, wait a minute now, Russell D. Davis is a, is crazy sometimes. I don't agree, I don't personally agree with his vision of the show. Uh, I feel that he did it, that they, the, the characters were, didn't have any emotional continuity, um, they were they were kind of caricatures. They were kind of jokey. Um, it didn't the show didn't take it seriously enough. It's well, sometimes the companion over was seemed more important than the doctor, and it seemed to overshadow the the doctor. Well, I, I don't mind that. I mean, obviously, you, you want the doctor to to be somewhat in the forefront, but I don't mind that once in a while. I don't. I would. Name an episode where that happened with with Russell T Davis, though. I, I mean, he definitely. I mean, with Rose. I mean, take your well, pick yeah. of any of the two seasons okay. that she was in. I mean, 
she's kind of like. And but, then you get the. Then I don't want him to do the the doctor like, oh, I miss Rose. That type of thing. And he's he's done that before. Like maybe move on and do something different. Like one doctor, one doctor, one companion, and not like the domestics. As <laughs> Eccleston's doctor says, I don't do domestics. Well, and, and that's the that's the thing that I'm worried about. Is I don't think Russell T. Davis is is the. I don't trust him. I trust him more than the other two, with Moffat and Chibnall. I think if he can go, if he can go back to where what he did before, then I think everyone will be happy because everyone, a lot of people bought into the his era. I, I, um, you know, I I don't think the specials were really that good, but even season four with with and and with Donna Noble and before that with um the the you know. There were amazing episodes involved in human nature, again, mostly written by other people. If he can bring back good quality writers and, and bring back to that level, I will go, this is a lot better than it was. I'll Then I'll turn around and go, oh boy, but that last episode sucked. You know, I'm still going to do that because I still don't have well, the confidence. No, it's fair game. I mean, no, when we yeah. don't review it, if the episode sucks, it, we should say hey this episode sucks no matter if russell or someone else writes it yeah but i'm sure and I'm if we say. don't like what russell's doing then we should say hey you know i'm glad russell's back so far it's still better than chibnall but i don't like what this part of what they're doing yeah and and, and i still think instead of us saying it's it's not as you know we're gonna be saying it's not as bad as orphan 55 and stuff like that i mean it's just you know i think we're going to acknowledge that if if he can do it to that level you know, yeah, it's going to be better. But so now we had, I talked about this before we recorded, we have two of our friends who were on Facebook who both said that they didn't like the Russell T. Davis decision. And they both said that the show should be moving forward in a new direction with new writers and new producers and stuff. And my comment to that is they did that already. They did that with Chibnall. They did that with Moffat, and it's gone downhill every single time. Mm-hmm. Well, so I didn't think Moffat bring... was that bad, but no, but but he he, he I, I think he was. I think he got worse and worse as it went along. I, I you I know he, he had a couple. Well, I of thought episodes. Capaldi's last season was was pretty good because of, you know the different companion. Once he got away from the uh, whole Jenna Coleman uh, and Clara. Well, yeah, I, I, and I like Bill Potts a lot. I think, yes, I liked him as a doctor, but there was still some episodes that weren't that good. Oh, um, I agree. Yeah, there were some episodes that weren't, but there were some, you know, there were more that were decent than bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word for it. Uh, uh, let me let me take a quick look here. Um, uh, the the pilot. Uh, Smile, uh, thin ice, knock knock. I don't even remember knock knock. Oxygen, oh, there was like extremists, the pyramid of uh, Lyle and Empress Amara's eaters. A lot of them, they look mediocre to me. Um, that last season looks a little mediocre to me, but I didn't think it was that bad. Okay, it was definitely better than the last two or three years that we had up Chibnall. Previous season has a few others that i think are well even that yeah the so, one that you always go no no that for. one heaven said oh man that was uh the best episode but uh, anyways yeah i'm not gonna sit there and go back and start, <laughs> you know but but yeah. anyway um so can russell t davis come back and can he do what he can he you know if, if anyone first off about that continuity about what happened with um the one of the biggest things that has really bothered most fans is what they did with the the mythology, the the, his, the history of the Doctor. He created the timeless child, thing. the timeless children or child or whatever. They made this situation where the Doctor actually had many many regenerations. A hero woman from Gallifrey went out, found a child, 
the child died and murdered it a million times and then murdered it a million times and is a hero now she's like wow she's my favorite character and the, the child regenerated a number of times and so the doctor is not that important anymore his regenerations are not that important because he's had a hundred of them um that whole thing is has really pissed off tons of fans tons of fans now mm-hmm. how much do fans make up of the ratings very small amount probably did it make other people upset that aren't fans i don't know but it made fans upset a lot of fans hate the show now if you remember i don't remember i don't think it that bothered me as much as as everything else about it the bad the bad writing the bad the slow the, the telling of the oh by the way the doctor doctor your st- your story was we're going to tell you i'm going to tell you and we're going to draw little animated characters and stuff and it just was horrible uh the way that they did it and um so you know we've already talked about this for hours it wasn't that good can russell d davis salvage that yeah i don't know i think he can write out of what i think if they decided to rewrite what that whole thing and try to like change it i think if anyone could do what russell d davis can do i well, think he's Moffitt got a whole year and a half to do it to think about it i think moffitt could do it but then it would be confusing as hell and everyone would be like what what happened but i think russell d davis could do it or he could just ignore it he could ignore it i and think a lot ignore of, it and act as if that never happened yeah but russell t davis loves continuity and stuff and I can't see him just sitting there and allowing that to, to keep going. Or they could do like a Bobby Ewing thing and say, oh, it was all a dream. No. I hope he doesn't <laughs> do that because I think that's kind of really primitive. That's that's weak. And the other thing is, can he save the ratings? The ratings are low. They could potentially mm, go lower. <laughs> I think he can stabilize, but with iPlayer and streaming and people getting it by other means I, I i don't think that he's going to save the ratings as much i think he'll stabilize them i think more people will tune in i think every once in a while a casual fan will, will tune in if the the show that they see the advert for catches their eye well and, and we talked about this i think jody wicker's first episode got eight million and then it dropped significantly after that and it started going down to fours and did it hit threes it's pretty low okay so can he bring it back up again i think if he can bring it up to capaldi's era five i think that'd be great i think that would be good enough for the bbc i mean he's gonna get a once he returns he's gonna get a huge boost just from the curiosity factor just doing it again you know and if he comes out with a really good episode to start with that is good characters, good acting, good writing and everything. It should build from there. So his first story that he's doing when he comes back is the 60th anniversary show, right? That seems to be what this article said. So he's coming out with the 60th in 23. So does his new show series start sometime in 24? I don't know. I thought they said he was coming back next year. Well, you got to finish. Jody's is she? She they're they're doing the regeneration story they did for the BBC 100th centennial. They're having this big celebration, so they made the special and they're going to air it in 22. I think that's supposed to be September of next year. What's special? The three her regeneration story. They just wrapped. Okay. It's the BBC wanted a Doctor Who episode for their 100th anniversary. That they're having okay. this big thing. Is that going to be like the red button special? No, it's not no, supposed no, to be no, like that... a big. It's a big okay. event. Okay. The Red Nose Day is a fundraiser. That's a yeah. totally different. Okay, so things. Before that, though, and that's for next year, then. Yeah, that there's like two or three epi- uh, specials next year with Jordy. At least two. Maybe so, I'm wrong on a three, but there's definitely two. So when does that kick off? Does, does that kick off the beginning of 2022, or does that kick off in the fall of 2022? I don't know. First I think season that, 
starts up soon and then just the regeneration thing is going to be next well, year. That, that's why yeah, like that's the final I mean that's going to be a final episode it's a regeneration episode. Right, yeah. I think there's like a New Year's or Christmas special, I think a New Year's special. And well, I don't my, know if there's one in between that and the centenary. Well, my point is we know that the the six episodes or eight or whatever it is is coming out this year. But my point is, if they get to the specials early in the year, like they do one in January and March or whatever, then we could potentially see Russell T. Davis back at the end of next year, like Julie said she had heard. And then mm -hmm. he does, maybe he does a whole season, or maybe he does a special, and then he does the 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 anniversary for the 2023. I was, it's, from reading the article, I was under the impression that his first story is the 60th anniversary story. Okay, and if they do that in November 2023, then we have a long ways to go. <laughs> Cause we're yes, have... we do, because yeah. he's got to write and plan it. So. Yeah, okay. Well, they used and... to do those things quicker back in the olden days. Yeah, yeah. but you got to wait for the old woman, the uh, showrunner and, and doctor yeah. to... She's Chris, still, Chris, she's Chris still the doctor until yeah, that okay. orange yellow flame comes out of her arms and head. And her, her her face changes to the next person. Yeah. So Chris Chibnall, let take your time, take your time. We don't want to rush you. We want you to come out with a with a some a, some sort of product that's going to give us three million people. Take eight months to work on it, and that's worth it. You know. Well, or he also has do, to audition you know, do doctors they, too. Do what? Doesn't he Russell have to audition the person he he wants to be? Yeah. My point is. And we've talked about this before. Back in the 60s and 70s, they came out with 12 episodes, one a week, and they just keep kept going. They worked more. They worked faster, obviously. And even when 2005, they did, like you said, you said it already, 13 episodes a year. Now we're doing an average of probably six a year, and it's taking forever. And it's like Russell T. Davis can find a doctor, get the story written, and do it quickly. You know, that's a year from now if it's 2022. Now we're looking two years. Well, maybe his new season's going to start in 23 and the new doctor will be part of the, the 60th. Who knows? Yeah, maybe okay. I read it. Maybe. But my oh. impression was I thought when I, I read it, I thought it was the 60th anniversary and beyond. Well, and, and that, if that's the case, then that's fine. That'll give Jodie Whittaker plenty of time to 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 go through the specials and stuff. But the longer it waits, and we've said this before, the con there's no consistency a lot of people are going to for, even forget about the show is even on. So, you I know. I just wonder if Russell's going to continue doing his, do his article on Doctor Who magazine again and do all that stuff. Like update, oh, the show is doing this and we're doing that. I don't even know what Russell Davis was working on since he left Doctor Who. I have no idea. Just a a five-part miniseries. I haven't watched it yet. Called It's a Sin. Mm -hmm. About... Um, um, it's about being gay in the 80s, I believe. Yeah, the rise of the AIDS crisis. Okay. And his partner was really sick, too, at one point. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we, we talked about this before when they announced that, that Jodie Whittaker's next couple of years was going to take over four years or three years or however it was COVID or not it's still a, a long process so we just have to be patient I guess but um you know obviously we, we want the change the sooner the better you know yeah. they need to rush it not rush but they need to get to it eventually um and who knows how long, maybe, do, you, how long do you think they're going to wait to uh, announce who they have as the doctor I'm sure wait so the till like her close to her last episode i'm sure yeah i mean at this rate if they're not going to start filming anything until the end of 2022 or even 2023 if they're going to do the special first they don't want to pick someone too early because they'll be a, a couple years older by the time they actually film it <laughs> it's just yeah. it just feels like it's really slow moving you know and it wasn't like that before it would be pretty quick you know mm -hmm when they were filming 13 episodes a year it's just you know and maybe yep. it's chibnall for slowing the whole process down because you you had said that jeff at one point they were talking about well what's our schedule like it's 
you know, why is Jody Whitaker and Crystal Mill that busy that they have to, you know? Yeah, it was just so weird how, how they did it. They're just like, I mean, if if he didn't want to deal with the schedule, and if she didn't want to deal with the schedule, then they shouldn't have taken the role or, or the job of the showrunner. So, um, so our my biggest concerns are. Um, Will Russell T. Davis have free reign over the, the show? And I think all three of us are kind of in agreement that they should allow him to do that. They would be smart to do that. Um, that doesn't mean that we're going to get a season of perfection, but maybe in the fans' eyes, the fans will go, well, Russell T. Davis is back. Well, they, he just created an episode called Orphan 56, that was just as bad as Orphan 55. No, 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 bravo, bravo, it was Russell T. Davis. So there's a level of that that could happen, which is good for the show, even though it's bad for people like me who are like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Before you plod that episode, it sucked. <laughs> but at least in theory, the ratings should go up. In theory, fans should be more happy, hopefully, and not be wow. upset if they fix the issues that chibnall has created then fans are going to be happy the general public i don't know they might not care they probably won't i mean a casual fan is a casual fan you know for a reason mm -hmm. i don't know too many casual fans of doctor who yeah you're either all in or you don't watch it yeah yeah you're right that's... now in terms of regressing that's what these two people that went on facebook had said they don't they didn't want they wanted to move forward they didn't want to go backwards which is so here i am defending russell t davis saying oh no 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 he would be a better decision i, I don't know is he, would he be better than joe smith that they just hire off the off the i i don't know i think they went safe yep safe like i i guess when we did this I, when we did the doctor, I, they went safe. They went, we know what Russell's like. We know yeah. people like Russell. Russell did really good. He's a fan of the show. He's high energy. He loves it. Blah, 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 blah. He'll do a good job. You don't have to worry about Russell. I bet you they, I bet you they give him a ton of money. Well, sure. yeah. You kidding me? He had him by the balls. He goes, yeah. your show is floundering. You're coming to me on your hands and knees saying, can you be our savior and fix it? I mean, come on. I bet you damn right he probably got a shitload of money <laughs> it reminds me a little bit like jonathan turner because jonathan turner wanted to leave the show after a few seasons but that was kind of different though they threatened to cancel the show if he left yeah and, and he stayed turner. on because he didn't want the show to end yeah yeah and so that was almost the opposite it was almost like they said you know I don't think Russell T. Davis is coming back when they say, well, we're you know, maybe did, did they, you know, did the BBC say, well, the show sucks right now. We're just going to let it die. And Russell T. Davis has swooped in to, to say, I'll save it. I don't think so. Yeah. I think so, BBC went to him. Yeah. So. Um, so if he can bring back the creativity, the, the, the good writing, that's a big step. And, and that will automatically bump up the ratings. A little bit. Yep. Word of mouth. If his first episode, whatever, whatever it is, if it's a special, or whatever, if it's really good and gets those good um, um, <clears throat> appreciation scores and gets good ratings, then word of mouth could potentially bring the show up to a, a good rating level, maybe. Kind of. But he, he has to come up with some really good episodes. If he comes up with a new Earth to start off with, <laughs> I don't think Earth, he's going to. Though I mean, he's already done that. Why would he do it again? Well, I mean, I'm saying a, a, an episode that's bad. Well, yeah. <laughs> as I know, a guilty I, but... pleasure, New Earth is actually enjoyable to watch. I said it's a guilty pleasure. It's, it was good. What New Earth? Yes, I kind of enjoy it sometimes. Well, that's fine. Uh, uh, my, my point is, if he comes out with a clunker to start with. Like Love and Monsters? <laughs> yeah. If he comes out with some experimental episode that, you know. Do you only... think for the 60th he'll ask Moffat for help? Why? Well, because he, if he brings well, back other doctors, he can ask Moffat. says about Matt, how to write for Matt Smith and how to write for Capaldi. 
Oh, well, how about this? He comes. We know back, Eccleston's won't be in it. <laughs> he comes back for the special, and he hires Moffat to write it. He did um, okay with the fiftieth. Well, but I mean, I'm just saying Moffat's a better writer when he's under someone else's control. I think. I mean, when look look at the episodes that Moffat, you know, it's just it's it's like night and day. The, dip, the it episodes is. with. Because Moffat had someone to rein them in. They've, I always thought that the, the new series should have had a script editor along with a showrunner. The Empty Child, Dr. Dances. Is that not like a classic? That's like yeah. Girl in the Fireplace. Unbelievable. Blink. Blink. Just we're, we're, we're in a different world right now. Uh, even Silence of the Library and Forest, The Dead was really really good and then you know now we get into his stuff when he when he was you know 11th hour i thought was okay east below mm. hey, moffat just couldn't do a season a season ending thing time of the angels flesh of stone i thought was pretty good i mean his first season he wrote pretty good episodes then, then he got into the whole impossible astronaut day of the moon and the good man goes to war let's, let's kill hill hitler, hitler. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> hey, this could be a podcast all its own. Yeah, they get really bad. And then, um, well, he had some good ones. Asylum of the Daleks, I thought was really good. And oh, the snowman. Hey, I like that one. That's not bad. Oh, you don't like it because they did the little stupid special effect with the snowflake with teeth. Yeah, doing it once is kind of like, ha 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 ha. But they did it again and again, and it's like, oh, God. Yeah, he so he's not horrible when he, when he I mean the day of the doctor was pretty good. Uh you know, so some of his time some I'd of just his, be curious to see what he's gonna do. I think it's gonna be it might even just be a David Tennant story or something. Stephen Moffat did Dark Water and Death in Heaven. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. He did have sense, so Moffat this could be a podcast all its own we're talking about but we're talking russell t davis um i i think it's a good decision it's it, like you said it's a safe decision because if they brought in someone that we've never heard of that's a soap opera writer or whatever we would be like huh and, and if they did horrible in the tank even more you would probably wouldn't be able to salvage the show at all you'd have to I, like cancel it wait five or six years again and then bring it back and if russell t davis comes in and the show tanks and doesn't do well it's gonna die too i don't think they could at least they went with someone who knows the show at least they went with their best shot and if it fails it fails and give him credit and you guys someone said this already we've said it before he was the one who brought the show back in 2005. he's for for good or bad he he did he brought in a popular show he made doctor who popular again he you know whatever he created resonated with a bunch of people and new fans were created a new uh, more popular than it's ever been to to the nth degree he was he was part of that process he he you know single not single-handedly but he he kind of was that whole if he can do that again maybe that's what they're looking for then the show could be you know back to until someone else takes over from him years later <laughs> and then it'll go back downhill again mm. so i mean it, it's a good decision well um, this is uh, it he might just be the last showrunner and that once he's done it might just they might just put on the back burner for a while well, maybe, but if he brings it back to a level of popularity, I don't think anyone's thinking that he'll, it'll, it'll go back to 10 million or 8 million or mm-hmm. however. But if he can bring it back to a stable environment, maybe it'll be good for a few more years. I mean, is it? do you think it's going to go as long? What was it? 20, how many years did the original series go up? 26. Six. And I mean, Russell will be starting with what series fourteen? We're almost, we're a little over halfway, or we're, we're we're about the halfway point right now of going twenty six. Certainly a lot less episodes, but 
um, you know, could we go as long as the original? Maybe not. The environments have changed. Back then, there was only three, pro three. <laughs> there was only a couple of programs on each night that you would be able to watch. In Britain, there was like you know, you got your BBC One and you know, ITV or whatever. There wasn't much. Now there's thousands of things you can watch. So it had like every other show, they all have competition, and and a lot of them are better. So. But I think it's a good decision. I think we all are in agreement. I, I, I'm not as, you know, I'm not sitting there going, bringing my Doctor Who stuff back out and going, we're back in a golden age here. I'm a little nervous still, but. Well, it's definitely reignited. I Yes. The f I think for fandom, it's a, it's a good thing. It's probably the best thing, you know, until it, until the episodes suck and then it's going to go back down. But, but it's definitely interesting. It's any any other person we would have been like yeah whatever but this is this is definitely like you say it's re-energized a lot of things and I think a lot of people who said they'll never watch a show again are now going to wait and watch when Russell Davis comes back and I hope I hope everyone's right I hope it's really good and I hope it brings the ratings back I'm more a ratings person but I definitely want quality episodes and if they can if he can provide writers with two or three a year I'll be happy because you know I'm it's something to look forward to it just sucks that we have to wait so long now do they have a date yet no but people keep saying it's got to be next month well good and we're going to continue to to follow that train I mean follow that show um and um and review it and that'll be good it'll be fun but now we have light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> indeed right already but i don't know anyways anything else nope no. okay thanks for listening